Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Trackcast. The galaxy's most unpredictable Star Trek podcast. Here we are. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Come Sorry, I'm on. typing real quick. Uh, chat is lively this morning. Yeah. <laughs> chat is absolutely lively this morning. Yep, so everything no, over on YouTube. I'm no longer uh, no longer an admiral. I see uh, that. Oh, as you can see, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, the funny thing, StreamYard... That's what it's called, right? Streamyard. Yes. Stream, yeah. Streamyard limits your name to fifty characters. So right. It was supposed to be Dan, son of Pasquale, uh, House of Lombardo, uh, Bane of the Waldo family, Slayer of Carl. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, <laughs> Bane of the Waldo family. I want to know who Carl is that you slayed him. Well, Carl. Carl's a dick. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> so Carl's a real person. Carl is a real person. Wow. Oh, nice. So nice. You're going to have to tell us in Vegas. Yeah, someday I will tell you. That's That one's not going on the air. Sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. I didn't kill him. He's not dead. <laughs> He's not dead before, you know, anybody jumps to conclusions. Did, did I'm, not you, a, I'm, I'm not I'm a doubting, murderer. I'm doubting you slayed him with kindness. I metaphorically slayed him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he insulted my honor. So, yeah. Oh well. What, what am I going to do? He must fall. Yeah. What am I going to do? Right. So I, I, uh, you know, when that happens, you must drink blood wine from the skulls of your enemies. So <laughs> <laughs> you can't not. What What is the equivalent of blood wine for you that uh, you would drink? Um, probably. Uh, uh, I'm probably going to pronounce it wrong. But pineapple uh, warito, okay. Isn't that, isn't that the Mexican soda? They're, they're called warritos. Yeah, warritos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Love that yeah. shit. That is good stuff. <laughs> it is good stuff. <laughs> I used to get that the cans of that at uh, Walmart every once in a while. But that was yeah. back in the day when I would actually go inside of a Walmart, which I do not do anymore. I just get nobody does pick up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. It's funny you say that. You know, they keep talking about uh, retail is dead, mm-hmm. and and I took a drive yesterday with the family and we went to the the danbury fair mall in danbury mm-hmm. connecticut which is like an hour and 15 minute drive from here mm. and i know malls are supposed to be a thing of the past but yeah you know 
it's winter. There's nothing going on. And I just, I had to get these kids out of the house. And yeah. And, you know, the mall near us is, is dead. The mall near my parents' house is dead. Um, and I went to the uh, Danbury Mall, uh, hoping for the best and fearing the worst. And I was pleasantly surprised because I would have thought it was 1997. Yeah. In there. <laughs> in there. Every... There were no vacant stores. Oh. Um, there were, you know, parking was a nightmare. I never thought I'd be excited that parking was a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I pulled in and I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to have to go all the way to the top of the parking garage. This is going to be great. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we went in there and there were people everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was so crowded. And normally I would hate that. But, you know, after... After seeing, uh, hey, good morning, truck casters. After seeing, <laughs> you know, the death of, of retail firsthand to to see that, hey, it's not everywhere. There are pockets <laughs> where it's alive and well. Uh, it was nice. It was well, it's not only that. It's 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 if the if if the mall itself has taken advantage of the changing ways that people and, and reasons people go to the mall, mm-hmm. yeah. then uh, then they'll be just fine. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> But with those that didn't or, or haven't or refused to, uh, they're dead. Yeah. Or don't have the money to be able to at this point because they're too late. They're dead. I, I went yeah. to several different stores yesterday. I had to run some errands. And same thing over here, man. Parking was a nightmare. They were all packed. More so than I would say during the holiday season. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't yeah. know what it was about yesterday. But yeah, people were out. Yeah. I mean, the mall, the mall near my parents' house... Um, you know, which was a modern, it was a modern two-story mall cast. Hey, mall rats, mall rats. <laughs> but I worked there. mall rats. Yeah. Yeah. I worked there in my twenties as a, as a security guard. And I can remember, um, the holiday season and, you know, there was a specific way you had to navigate that parking lot. And if you didn't know, if you didn't know the seat, and I'll tell you right now, it's counter. I'm dying at T-Bear. It's counterclockwise, but uh, if you didn't drive counterclockwise around that mall during the holidays, you were mm-hmm. stuck for an hour. Um, and it's just not like that anymore over there. So it was refreshing to see that, you know, it's not it's not dead everywhere. Yeah, and they had a Chick Fil A. My my wife and kids have never had Chick Fil A, so. All right, cool. I, I've I've got to ask this before we uh, before we get into the news, since we're talking about malls. What is your what is your favorite mall court? or food court food my favorite you know what's funny is um the one i worked at the chinese food there was fantastic the chinese food was fantastic and you know it was great i worked i worked at that mall off and on for about eight years and then even when i didn't work there anymore i still lived in that town and i would go there from time to time and when i was when i was in high school working at sam goody the Chinese restaurant was there and the kids were toddlers, the kids of the owners with 50% more mall talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the kids, the kids were toddlers and um, they were sitting at the back counter with their crayons and their coloring books while mom and dad, you know, ran, ran the restaurant. And years later, I'm in that mall with, with my kids and the kids who used to be um, playing with the crayons were, you know, serving me my Chinese food. And they remembered me from 15 years ago. <laughs> oh, wow. The, they still gave me the mall discount, even though I hadn't worked in 15 years. <laughs> oh, that's nice of them. <laughs> so, yeah. 
No, I mean, everything that was is new is old. Everything that's old is new again. That's kind of mm-hmm. the way these things go. And I can kind of yep. see that the the good malls or the fun malls, um, the interesting ones anyway, will we'll have plenty of, of patrons coming to them and, and spending yeah. money um, oh, yeah. because it's fun to go and shop in person every once in yeah. a while, right? Time so, I mean, circle. yeah, when you're buying a lot of stuff off of Amazon or just pick up somewhere delivered to you and you're not really, you know, um, socializing, as, as Gentry had said a minute ago, Mm-hmm. Or really getting out and going around and seeing things. Every once in a while, that's an itch you have to scratch. Um, in case in point, when I say the whole, you know, everything that's old is new, everything that's new is old. I listened to a couple of YouTubers like earlier this week. I was watching something on, on YouTube with my daughter. And uh, they were literally talking about this scenario that they had when they were over at a friend's house. Where they one guy's phone was locked. So they couldn't make a call. The other two guys' phones were dead. They needed to find a charger. And they're like, you know what would be a really good idea? Why haven't we ever done this before? What would be a really good idea is if there was just this one phone that was like somewhere like central <laughs> that no matter who was around, someone could use it to pick it up and make a phone call. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking that's called a landline. It's been around yeah. since the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome to 2023. Yeah. That's <laughs> called a telephone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a joke that I give friends every now and then when they start going off about electric cars and how excited they are about them. Mm-hmm. I was like, what if we develop a system? It's for just single transportation, but you never have to charge it. You never have to use perpetual, like any petroleum. It's just, it's an organic based system. Um, it's a we'll, call, no, we'll call it a horse. <laughs> call it a horse. Yeah. 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 Well, what's funny about that when people talk about the electric car things, um, again, everything that's old is new. Everything is new is old. There's a YouTube video you can go watch right now. Google uh, on or search on YouTube for 1918 General Electric Battery Swap. And you'll watch a five-minute video of a guy pulling up to a gas station. <laughs> attendants coming out and taking the bonnet off the front of his car. Taking a cherry picker hoist. Pulling the entire battery out of it. Putting another one in. Hooking it up. Putting the bonnet back on. And him driving away. It was a fully electric car in 1918 with a full station that did battery swaps. Yeah. I don't know if the the motion. Okay, yeah, I guess the motion camera was eighteen hundred. So, oh yeah, no, okay. it's a real, it's a real video. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, enough of mall talk and food and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just one more thing. I've never had Panda Express. Somebody, somebody asked. Oh what? my god, you've yeah. never had. Okay, next. Okay, when I know they have it in Vegas. So when we go to the convention, we have to. Well, what's the place we went to in Chicago? What was the name of that place? Fat Fat. Yeah, Fat Fat. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's nowhere near as good as Fat Fat. I'll just no, tell you that right is. now. Nothing is as good as Fat Fat. Yeah, but um, yeah, I know Chaz Biz. I don't have a phone jack either. Uh. <laughs> so hold on a minute. So I'm not sure how to read that. Was he saying my phone doesn't have a, my home doesn't have a phone jack? Or yeah, there's saying, no phone jack anywhere. Or for was him. he saying my house doesn't have a phone jack? Like, is he calling me Jack? Was he jiving? Step back, Jack. Yeah, tell. he's jiving. <laughs> so Chesbiz says that you're you're missing you're not missing out on anything with the without having panda. Oh no, T Bear is loving that panda. Yeah, panda's good. Panda's good. It, it's it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. All right. Well, let's uh let's get into the news. Should we get to it? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're gonna talk a lot about the news. I have a feeling. Oh right. yes, we are. Star Trek news. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. So the big news story and our first news story comes to us from the Hollywood Reporter. Let me uh, pull this up now. It is the end of an era. Star Trek Discovery is the end of five. <laughs> Yeah, I figured that was going to be the reaction. Um, I'm sorry. The fifth and final put, season. Yeah, you got to put that on the soundboard, Dan yawning, because it's becoming a thing. <laughs> the fifth and final season will premiere in early 2024, so they're going to stretch it out. And yeah, that is the end of the show. Um, you know, it's had a long run. It's been, yeah. you know, five seasons is quite a long run, especially nowadays. Five seasons over what? Seven years? Yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're still a year out. It says. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like they're skipping a whole year. Twenty twenty four. Yeah. Well, I bet you they had to go through with some rewrites, reshoots, redoing some things. Now that they know it's a final season. Um, Babel, I imagine, wow. is very happy about this news. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, on one goodness. hand, on one hand, yeah. I'm happy about it, uh, but on the other hand, I'm a little sad. I mean, because. Yeah. It's a Trek show, so we never want yeah. to see any of them get canceled or end. But at the same time, <laughs> the Lord's answered my prayers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, it did a lot of good for Trek overall. I'll put it that way. Right. right? So there's it no did. denying it. There's, there's no denying that. And I hope they give them a good send off. I hope the final season is worthy of a final season. You um, know, in honestly, like, <laughs> yeah. The honestly we did say that we did like some you know quite a bit of the characters right well and it's not that the actors were bad it was just no a lot of, a lot of the storylines were just wonky what's really what's the most disappointing thing about disco isn't even michael burnham even though that's a disappointment um the most disappointing thing is is if you go back and look at it now and you look at the quality of the seasons from one to the other Mm-hmm. They actually were doing better in season one and two than they were with three and four. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, they've taken steps backwards as the time has gone on. So, I think it's run its course. That's that's the, that, that's that's the thing we'll say about it. It's definitely, it's definitely yeah. ran its course. I don't think we need to know anything more about the 32nd, 34th, 50th, wherever the hell they're at in the future. Mm-hmm. We don't need to hear any more about the screaming child causing all the dilithium to explode. Um, <laughs> We don't need to hear any more about the Red Angel. We don't need to hear any more about about uh, any any of that. Um, Booker I, T getting emotional and wanting to kill people and then deciding not to. I, we, we we just we just we just don't need that. I honestly, I know this is going to sound weird. I kind of hope that um, the end of this show is them leaving that future time frame, and like they're coming go, back, and either go back where they came from. Or end up in the 25th century. 
I feel I want the 25th century to be the uh, the frontier of Star Trek. Yeah. Okay. I the want that timeline. to be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't. They want ruined his be... character. First off, I'm really upset about that. He started off awesome, and then they ruined him. Admiral. Yeah. Admiral. Yeah. yeah. Admiral, yeah. For, go back for the to the audio listeners. Admiral. Yeah. Go back to the one yeah. before. Um, those are two characters that will so sorely be missed. Which two? Uh, Saru, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, well, although they've kind of ruined his character too. I mean, they keep ruining these characters. But yeah. I mean, and then what's his name from Section Thirty One there with the glasses? Cronenberg. I don't forget what his name. Oh, is. Yeah. Kovich. Kovich. Yeah, I liked yeah. Kovich. And of course, they got rid of Michelle Yeoh, which they kind of had to because she's going to wind up costing them too much money. But um, she was awesome too. I loved. I loved Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, she was great. Um, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, if they. If if they tie things up and leave them in the twenty fifth century, then some of these characters that we do like, like Saru, maybe we'll see him again. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think uh, this couple. Yeah, yeah. Oh, geez, Gentry, don't don't kill me, don't freaking kill me. Gentry says Burnham becomes a synth and lives forever, just to torture viewers. Oh, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Stop. Can we kick him out of the chat for that suggestion? Yep. He's out. <laughs> He's muted for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Changing my name to Slayer of Gentry. There you go. There you go. So, yeah. So, it's interesting that they're putting it off a year because they're they're shooting it. If anything, they might even be done by now with principal photography. Oh, it's because they decided to end it and they've got to redo stuff. That that's they've why. Got to re- otherwise, yeah, otherwise it would have been, been out the this whole year. thing. <laughs> yeah. They're probably doing redoing a bunch of stuff. I, that's my imagination. I would imagine I, I could see it being that. I could see if they just want to stretch it out because they've already shot it, you know. They said that there's a uh there's a Starfleet Academy show in the pipeline. Yeah, so we'll, um, let's get to the next story then. Is that that kind okay. of Okay. All right. So our next news story comes to us from uh, Trek Movie. Let me pull this up right here. And so basically, the future of Star Trek remains unclear. Uh, Paramount Plus has announced cuts. They're going to be. They have said that this year, 2023, is the most that they're going to invest into the streaming service, and then they're going to start cutting back. So. The thought is that's why Discovery is being cut. Uh, also, it has kind of its run its course, so it was an easy cut to make. Um, we have the part ending as well this year. So I did ask in feedback, and, and you know we'll get to that later, but just wanted to hit you guys up with this. Do you think that this is the end of, of live-action Trek other than Strange New Worlds? Because, yes, no. there's a rumor of Academy... There's the rumor of, of Section 31, but that's it. I yeah, because this is the, the last numbers, season of Picard, too. I think yeah, when that's the what numbers, I'm saying. When the numbers come out on this season of Picard, mm-hmm. they're going to uh, they're going to continue it somehow. I'm not saying Picard Season 4, mm-hmm. but some of those characters are going to show up elsewhere. Like a Riker show, maybe, or something Either like that? Either a Riker show or, a, or a, um, you know, a Seven show with Baby LaForge is on board. Um, I don't think Jonathan Frakes <laughs> wants to do a full 
a full show, to be honest. No, I but I could see him, you know, from, from, if you look at the timeline at this point in his life, he's been a captain for 20 years. So mm-hmm. he's, he's due to become an admiral. So I could see him as a supporting character mm-hmm. in a new show where he's the admiral that they talk to every other episode. Um, and he's directing every other episode. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the captain of the ship is either is either seven as captain or seven as the first officer and somebody else we know as captain, um, you know, and baby the forge is on board. You know, I could see something like that, but people are so excited about this season of, of Picard. Yeah. I mm-hmm. can't, I can't see them just, you know, okay, we're done. We did it. We're done. Right. I, I agree with you on that. Um, but I can see that they could say, well, we've got our one show. We've got Strange New Worlds. People love that. That's going well. If it continues to do well, like, like let's say they get to season four, then I could see them saying, okay, now let's make us another show to go with it. Mm-hmm. But I think, I have a feeling Strange New Worlds going to be on its own for a little bit. Um, I don't know if Prodigy will survive after two seasons. Because it seems to be like kid shows don't last that long nowadays. Yeah, you know, um, I don't think it's getting enough traction. Period. It doesn't. Yeah, feel, it, does, it just doesn't feel like it. We don't hear. Yeah. We don't hear a whole lot about it. We don't see a whole lot of people talking about it. Every once in a while, when there's a major, oh, this guy showed up. Oh, that guy showed up. We hear about it in a couple of blog posts or something, some news articles. But then that's about it. So, mm-hmm. um. <laughs> mm-hmm. um I like that Raffi and more prime detectives. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like his position, but we'll get into that for this. For yeah. this uh, anyway. So um, now I really, but I, I, I could see them like, okay, we want proof of concept now with the stranger worlds direction. We're going to yeah. give it a year or two, see how that goes. Yep. And, and then lower decks. Yeah. Until they get something else really well, cashed out. Develop. Honestly, I could see lower decks going away because it, it could. You could argue it's running its course. Mm, you know? I don't know. I mean, it's maybe got a year or two. I would imagine, and then oh, for sure, it's it's super popular. Everybody seems to love it. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. The Simpsons is on like season thirty-five or something. Yeah, so I mean, animation animation is cheap. That it's is not a fair expensive. Point. It's not expensive to do. It's an easy, uh, fun thing. Um, everybody's mm-hmm. is enjoying it. I, I, I see that going for some time. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't see that getting old anytime soon. Bronson, it should have been Rios and Work. Work. I think he meant Wharf. Wharf. He meant Wharf. Yeah, yeah he Rios did right after that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, exactly, T-Bear. They need to pick up uh, yep. at the end of where Picard and, and just go from there with whatever else they do new, whether that's, it's Academy that, or anything else. They need to stay in that timeline. Let's stay consistent. Yeah. Let's get back to some that's consistent why I'm hoping, You know, I'm hoping Discovery ties things up not in that time frame. Well, and, and we'll get into it a little bit later, but, I, you know, I suffer for the people and I watch the Will Wheaton show. And... Uh, <laughs> They they had uh, Jonathan Frakes Raker, and he did uh, once again tease. Yeah, this might be the end, or maybe not. So, yeah, yeah. he's playing that that card left and right. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Anything that they do at this point, though, it's going to be a few years. So I can see us getting to the point uh, where someone mentioned earlier that it's just uh, Strange New Worlds, Lower Decks, and Prodigy. 
for a couple for a couple years. I, I could see that if they were to start something, and, and or just those straight. two. Yeah, I mean, yeah. any mix of those. Strange New Worlds being the only live action. So as soon as as soon as uh, Discovery is done next year, whenever that comes out next year, which <laughs> is probably first quarter, is my guess. God bleed you, Daniel. God what bless is going you. Is what he means. He means God bless you, Daniel. God bless for suffering for the people. <laughs> Yeah, a Star Trek Titan series, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. Captain Seven, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, maybe. Captain Annika. Yeah, um, there you go. All right. Yeah, well, I just think our- it'll take them too long. I think it'll take too long to really, if they were to do it right, if they're if they're in search of profits, you know, mm-hmm. Star Trek eighteen in search of profits, um, then they're going to take their time with it and and really nail something down. And I I could see it being a few years. That's that's just a top off my. Point. Well, the the good news is, is a man, a wise man, once said. The stars are lined with prophets. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And the river of continuous commerce or whatever that was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. always forget the damn. The great yeah. material continuum. The there great material continuum, yes. Where's yeah. the nerd alert? Oh. <laughs> well, I can get it. I can get it. Right warning, now. warning. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. <laughs> All right. Well, and our last news story. Uh, well, yeah, it comes to us from Esquire. Chris Pine says Star Trek franchise feels cursed. Esquire, where all of you, you get all of your Star Trek news. As you do. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's doing interviews right now. Um, they're getting ready to start promoting the, the Dungeons and Dragons film. So well, wasn't that already out? out there. Isn't, that, wasn't that released? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, but oh soon. Okay. Yeah. But um, it's a long, long interview. Uh, he it's does. Really... Long... Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> You got me. You got me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But basically he says, you know, one of the frustrating things about Star Trek and and he said that it feels like it's that that it's not very collaborative right now, that he really doesn't know what's going on, that he says, you know, like um, other people in the crew, like like the makeup artists will read scripts before he does. Uh, I don't know if he's exaggerating or, or that's a real thing, but he also says that, like, you know. Since uh, Anton Yelchin passed away, he's like, I don't know. It just seems like it feels cursed. Um, he just seems really frustrated with the whole idea. You well, know? if I was him, I would be too, because I got to play Kirk in three movies and loved it. And uh, look, uh, look and feel more like Kirk than anybody else who's ever tried to take a control of uh, the Enterprise. And, mm-hmm. uh, and they've done nothing with him for 10 years. So he- here's yeah. the quote. I love the character, I love the people, I love the franchise, but to try to change the system in which things are created, I just can't do it. I don't have the energy. Yeah. 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 So, Captain Kirk is at his ends with this thing, I think. So, what'd you, what would you just say? Captain Kirk is at a, at the end with this thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um and then this is the last little bit of news that I wanted to just bring in cuz I thought it was fun. Uh, so NASA is getting ready to start this. Um, they call it Rose Research Opportunities in Space, Earth, and Sciences. And they gave um, just examples of reports. And in that report was a shout out to the Orville. <laughs> See that? Yes. Commander <laughs> Kelly Grayson was on there. Just what an example of table or work personnel uh, while in space. Yeah, so I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought that was fun. So, yeah, but that's the news. 
<clears throat> All right. Yeah, Chaz. I mean, I, yeah, I don't. I mean, do I really care about JJ Trick at this point? I mean, I'd like to see it. There was a great cast. It was a phenomenal mm-hmm. cast. So I'd like to see it again uh, and get some sort of, you know. Hey, we wind gave it up. Them, we gave them three story ideas. So I know, know balls in their court. Yeah, and they're all perfect ideas too. They, they really, right. really could say if they really want to have the search for profits and save themselves some money. They could very cheaply hire the three of us as their writing crew. Oh, not cheaply. Yep. Well, cheaply compared to what they're paying now. I mean, <laughs> bring back Orville. I'm down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm down. Yeah, make it animated. That would work. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Oh man, could you imagine Seth, Seth MacFarlane? It would. It would be so cheap for him because he could do all the voices. Yeah, the, the Family Guy Orville crossover. <laughs> I was just. <laughs> yeah. With lower decks, <laughs> you know what? I would love to see Stewie and uh, what's his name? Their wharf, I forget his name. Their wharf, what the Orville's version of wharf. Oh, oh, the oh, Mo- um, uh, the Mocklins, but uh, what's yeah, 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 what's his, what's his Bordis, name? Bordis, 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 yeah, Stewie and Bordis <laughs> having a conversation would be fan while Bordis is smoking an entire pack of cigarettes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, I, I love it. Those, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, should we get to the uh, to the main topic? Yeah, sure, we're we're half, we're half hour in. <laughs> okay. Fun will now commence. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, fun now commences. It's our topic. Of course, it is uh, Picard Season 3, Episode Mm -hmm. 3, 17 Seconds, premiered last Thursday. Picard grapples with an explosive life-altering of Revelation, obviously that that he's a dad, uh, while the Titan and her crew try to outmaneuver a relentless Vatic in a lethal game of nautical cat and mouse. Meanwhile, Raffi and Worf uncover a nefarious plot from the vengeful enemy Starfleet has long since forgotten. Of course, directed by Jonathan Frakes. And as I said in my my first reaction video, if you guys haven't caught those, you need to go to YouTube and or I guess they're on our podcast app, too, uh, mm-hmm. where you can catch our first uh, reactions to each one of these shows when they come out. Um, this this episode felt different. Uh, it felt a little bit more put together and the dialogue wasn't quite so bad. Uh, and that's all because Jonathan Frakes directed it. It's about damn time. So <laughs> uh, to me, I could feel the difference. I don't know about you guys, but I certainly could. Yeah. Um, towards the end of the episode, it, it kind of went off the rails a little bit as far yeah. as the dialogue. I, don't, I mean, everybody, we're going to skip around a little bit, but everybody sure. who's listening to our show has watched the episode. If they haven't, mm-hmm. spoiler spoiler alert, go away, come back later. Yeah. Um, yes. When Riker 
kicks Picard off the bridge. Yeah, I didn't know. What was going on there? That just, I didn't get it. Okay. Do we think that that's actually Riker? Yes. <sighs> you do. Well, okay. I'm now a, that we yeah. know, well, now that we know what's going on. Right. Now that, now that we know the, you know, the reveal that we, that we had that there's, well, cause here's the thing. We know there's a changeling. The silly putty the abounds. Yep. We know there's a changeling aboard mm-hmm. the Titan. Uh, we don't know that there's not two changelings. Indeed. Aboard the Titan or three or four. We don't know that. Well, aren't yeah. the changelings like the Sith always there are two? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I read that somewhere. Sure. Yeah, that's uh, right. sure. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's possible. That's possible that you know the real Riker is uh, tied up in a closet somewhere. Right. Well, at least he wasn't uh, left kicked to the face by an old admiral, because um, because you know the admiral was a bug. Mm-hmm. I haven't given up on the bugs yet. <laughs> really? I have, not, I have not given up on the bugs yet. Because I would love to hear as to why. Here's the thing. Okay. We know there's changelings. Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't know that Vatic is a changeling. Okay. And I don't think she is. No, I wouldn't think she is either, to be honest. I don't think so either, yeah. No. I don't think she's a changeling. Um, a couple of things. She gets so excited and giddy sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that doesn't strike me as, as being a changeling. She's also smoking. And okay. changelings, yep. they don't eat. They don't drink. Uh, they don't do anything like that. Right. So it just seems very out of character if she's if she's a changeling. And I think it'd be th- hilarious if she's a gen- genetically or just face-altered... Uh, a Vorta? Wayun, yeah, a Vorta. Uh... Yeah, I mean, she could be a Vorta. Um, I don't think she's a Vorta because this is a uh, this is basically a terrorist splinter cell from the the founders. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. the Vorta are loyal to the founders, and if someone was going to splinter away from the founders, that's not who they'd be. They'd mm-hmm. be lo- who, who they'd be loyal to. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, there's a theory you know, right there: the bugs could be pulling the strings. Or, um, you know, if we look at Trek past, you know, you remember the whole remember the whole Klingon Civil War thing with the Dora sisters and, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. All. yeah 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 the, bi- the big reveal the big reveal to that storyline was <gasps> it was the Romulans the Romulans were manipulating it from from you know behind the scenes and this is the Romulans mm-hmm. cle- teaming up with with a faction of of uh, of Klingons so. Mm-hmm. You know, who's to say it's not the bugs and this splinter cell of uh, changelings working together? Right. That right. scene, that scene right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those yeah. of you watching the stream, I don't know if you caught it or not, but look at the glee in Worf's face right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. He's so freaking happy. <laughs> Dude. Okay. You know what? Let me, let me play. This one clip of uh, of the Riker interview, I think, will get an idea of why they're so happy to be together. I think this is the right one. Hold on. Oh no, that's not it. Okay, 
Sorry. <laughs> they all look the same when they're small. <laughs> That's what she uh, said. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Jeez. I, yes. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. Never mind. You're doing it again. Play. Yeah, yeah. It's. I think the bugs are done. I don't think we're going to see the bugs. Yeah, okay. Let's move on. Forget it. Yeah. You don't think yeah. it's the bugs? No, I don't think it's the bugs. I think it's a complete faction of the uh, the changelings. And I said that in my in my reaction. I think I said changelings twice when I meant to say the bugs are you know dead. It's not not yeah, a thing yeah. of the bugs, but uh, <clears throat> no, it's definitely uh, it's definitely changelings. Um, faction that broke off not back uh connected to the to the link the great link i did like the mm-hmm. throwback to odo without yeah. saying yeah, odo's the, name yeah, yeah. um man I of think, honor i think they could have done uh something a little bit more with that that would have been really nice and touching they still could um mm-hmm. they could use um you know a, a video or kind of a garble transmission or something like that where you can see odo's face without them having to do too much Ooh, that's um, a good hear, idea and hear him talk you know and say something to warp like a message he had left him or gotten through somehow and and I think that would be good. Uh, and maybe even have a little tribute to Renee at the end of the episode. Um, I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. I think they're missing something if they don't do that. But yeah. who knows? We'll sure. see what they do. Yeah, the, um, the henchmen or the Breen with new masks? Could be. Could be. Yeah, the Breen have always been that weird side villain that never does anything. Um, mm-hmm. And they, they seem like they're overpowered, but then we never hear anything from them. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. You know, I know, I know they're a small contingent. They're not huge, but um, yeah, the brain are always the baddies back in the background somewhere. Yeah. So let me ask you, how much did you love uh, the titles that Worf gave to himself? Oh, those are great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now I have to ask. Okay, so thinking back to seven seasons of TNG. There was a reoccurring character who would show up from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she did, basically the entire Enterprise D would roll their eyes as soon as she came on board the ship. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was the, she was the mother of uh, Deanna. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Luoxana Troy. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how she would refer to herself? Oh man, I, I know it's a big long thing, but holder I of the she sacred was, chalice of whatever. Yep, yeah, she was <laughs> Loxana Troy, daughter of the fifth house, holder of the sacred chalice of Reeks, heir to the holy rings of Beta Zed. Mm-hmm. Worf's title is longer than Loxana's. <laughs> yeah, and he couldn't stand her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just I thought that was ironic. That is pretty. Good. I noticed that nowhere. In his uh, in his title was Father of Alexander. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he said Hashrazenko, didn't he? Yeah, his yeah, step. That's referring to his his. Yeah, father, yeah, that's true. That's son true. of yeah. son of Serge. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> which I the thought was Khaleesi. which I. Th- <laughs> or, that's a, oh yeah, the original Khaleesi. Which I yeah. thought was you know I thought was I thought it was great that he was acknowledging as he's puffing his chest out about what an amazing Klingon he is. Mm-hmm. He did acknowledge his human father and yeah. his human quote unquote house. Yeah. And I thought that was I thought that showed some growth on yeah on his part. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he is working on himself, he said. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's so funny, As he drinks yeah. his tea. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, Michael Dorn, uh you know, it's like it's like he put the bat down yesterday. Yeah. And picked it up today. Yeah. 
you know, he just slipped right back into that character like mm-hmm. it was nothing. It was great. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was great. You can tell he's slimmer. Yes. Yes. You can really tell he's slimmer. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So. Big difference. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he became a vegan about. <laughs> fi- no, I'm serious. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just, I keep thinking of it in terms of Worf. Veg- he's, Worf is a vegan. Yeah. <laughs> no more guys. He's a vegan. I know he became a vegetarian a few yeah. years back. Yeah. But if you look yeah. at him in um, Nemesis, he's a chubster mm-hmm. in Nemesis. And then right after that, he. He probably went to see Nemesis and said, I gotta do something. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take care of this. Yeah. And he did because he looks he looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chazbiz, uh, you're right. He forgot one more title that should have gone into his list of titles, Drinker of Prune Juice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he could still drink that now, being a vegetarian or a vegan. Yeah. Yeah. I like that he has chamomile tea. That's hilarious. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. But. So that was a, it was a good couple of scenes there with him and Raffi interrogating the changeling and then figuring out what he is and then mm-hmm. Raffi being totally clueless as to what the hell is this like she, as if she's never heard of the changelings like this before. So that was kind of that was, that, that's par for the course. Raffi doesn't know what the hell she's doing, where she is, and why. No, so. she knows because she she references restarting the Dominion War. Yeah, yeah. So she does. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not an idiot. She's just terrible. Yeah, that's true. Such a silver fox. Down, Pavel, down. He, he looks great. He, he does. Looks he, great. Does. he does even, look great. Even with, even yeah. with you know, bone white hair, he looks great. Yep. yep. He looks fantastic. Thank um, God they made him look like Worf, and they didn't make him look like the Klingons yes. from Disco. Yes. Yes. Which they, yeah. I, I knew they wouldn't do. That would just be suicide. It's too much. Yeah. yeah, no, it's... Yeah. So here's, here's something that... Um, if you blink, you miss it. Oh, but, are we adding your pictures now? Uh, no. Okay. No, I was going to go to something else. But, okay. Um, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, the the science officer on the bridge is talking about the nebula, and she says she doesn't think it's a nebula. That yeah. she's getting both biological and I'm reading from my notes. She's getting both biological and electrical signatures. It's not a ne- nebula. Uh, nothing like it ever reported by Starfleet. And I have in my notes, you know, what is it then? So what do you guys think? Well, I don't think they're dying. I don't think they're going to. I mean, that, that's silly. That's a, such a stupid line at the end uh, with Riker getting pissed off at Picard. I, that that just took me out of the entire episode. Um, mm-hmm. It was a great episode up until that. And I'm like, what? But I don't think they're dying. I think they're falling into wherever this biological creature that's creating the nebula-like Look and feel. <laughs> yeah, it's Mobenga's daughter. Oh, that would be fantastic if it was Mobenga's daughter, and it just started. That's talking actually to not him. a bad idea. That's, that's a great idea. We'll talk about yeah. an awesome tie-in. Yeah. Um, but anyway, no, I, I think they'll get pulled into something in the middle of some object they can't tell what it is, but then they'll have to try to communicate with it to let it out, and then it'll just shove them out, and it'll take the whole episode to have that happen, probably. So, how do we refresh? <clears throat> remember how do how did we come upon this this nebula? What what brought the story to the nebula that's where um jack and uh, beverly were hiding in their ship to try to get away mm-hmm. from vedic okay if you're hearing they that were near it right. yeah they were just near all it. right it's outside of federation space okay because so. i'm wondering all right so we have dan doesn't love the <laughs> yeah i know dan I know. prepared yeah. yeah he's loving I know. it i know amazing I'm, I'm, I'm emailing pictures to daniel I'm like you're into ready. it baby yeah i'm into it sorry 
Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for bringing my A game. <laughs> it's amazing it's amazing what happens when it's an excellent show to review right yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. i rewatched it this morning with my you know with my phone so i can take notes for myself mm-hmm. yeah. but, okay so we have we have this splinter group um that splintered off from the founders the founders have the great link this splinter group would have a link of their own wouldn't they yeah, I if they're so. splintered off, they can't go back to the Great Link. But you know, they would have the not so Great Link or the you know, whatever. I don't know. If it has the OK Link, the OK Link, the not bad Link, yeah. um, the missing Link, <laughs> and and we know, yeah, the missing Link. I love that. And we know that they can. Um, mostly, we see them in uh, solid form and liquid form. Mm-hmm but we know that they can exist as vapors as well. Odo learned to, to do that. So they can't, they can exist in a gaseous form. So I'm wondering if this is the other link. It's not a nebula. It's the other link. Yeah. If oh, that's yeah. the case and they're in real trouble, you know, and that's why there's both biological and electrical signatures coming from it. If mm-hmm. it is, if it is their other link, then my prediction on that end of it, if that's the way it goes, would be that the uh, the Titan, along with everybody on that ship, doesn't get out of this thing until almost the end of the season. Yeah. Oh, they're stuck there for a while? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know. My my bigger question is, okay, they're after some sort of weapon at Daystrom, right? Yeah. That's the that's thing. I mean, yeah. that's that's lore, right? They're after lore? I don't think they're after. I don't think they're necessarily after. I think they get that as a byproduct. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no. See, that would be hilarious if the nebula is the cousin of the wormhole and the profits are in there, and all of a sudden we see the Cisco. <laughs> what was the What was the bad the, ones? The Paul Wraiths. Yeah, the Paul Wraiths. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to see the Cisco pop out and just be like, "What is all the noise out here? Yeah, like, go he's away. Old. He's yeah. old. He's cranky. He just wants to be left alone. Yep. Yeah." <laughs> That'd be great. No, I think it's just some other alien. My my prediction there is it's just some other alien entity. It's it's whatever, and it takes them the next episode to get out of it. Um, I don't. Yeah. I, I just can't imagine them saying it's it's the 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 link, and that's where the the changelings are. And then they get because then they'd have to be stuck there almost the entire season. That suck. Yeah. We're going to be on episode four, which is almost halfway in. So. But anyway, they, they um, need to get out because they need to get to like Jordy and yeah, Deanna. Like, they and just, they need to pick up Worf and Raffi somehow. They need to yeah. come together, right? So, I mean, they need to I get out of it. Jordy, I think Jordy is coming to them. Oh, could be. I, th- I yeah. think Jordy, I think Jordy, his daughter is on that ship. I think yeah. he's been, I think he's been tracking that ship the whole time, and Jordy is going to show up and save the day. Mm. This is showed some bright light in the nebula that looked like it was Freeman. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, I think oh. Jordy Jordy's going to show up. Well, Chad's got a revelation. Is. I know what it is. What is it? Because that I did see a clip of that light and the color of that light. I know exactly what it is and why they're using the graphics and the sound that they do at the beginning of it. That kind of sounds like old Trek TOS movies. Mm-hmm. It's it, no, no, no. <laughs> it's God. It's God on that planet where Kirk asks God what he needs with the spaceship. Oh, yeah. That's who it is. That's where they're starship. at. Yeah, yeah. That's what God needs with the starship. That's where they are. He needs a he needs a Picard body. 
he wants to go. He wants to walk around. It fits though. It totally fits. It's an entity yeah. like that, probably. It's some sort of uh creature like that. But anyway, um <clears throat> what was the other thing I was gonna bring up too about this episode that was kind of interesting? Not just that uh I did find these scenes with Beverly in medical where the chief medical officer is completely inept at her job, but she also putting do down this. Crusher. Yeah. Like I don't I mean she's a trill for crying out loud. When does she just get that body? I don't know. I don't understand how they could play her off as being is that that incompetent and then not letting she would have to know who Beverly Crusher is. Come on. Yeah. 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 Um so I don't know. It was it was an interesting thing. And then of course, oh no, you can't even scan for internal bleeding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you dummies. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? So <clears throat> and I didn't like how uh Shaw just gave up command instantly to uh to Riker like that. That was Shaw is such a weird captain to me. The way they're well, painting him, he's so odd. He, he didn't give up command. He got injured. He got yeah. he got injured. He has no first officer and he knows he knows that the most competent person on that ship to lead it after him is Will Riker. Mhm. So I kind of agree with that decision, but also if I don't know if you if you caught it when he when he switches uh, command codes to Riker, he tells the computer pro temp, yeah, which which literally means temporarily, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like in the past, we've that's seen, true. We've seen, um, you know, when they switch command, it's you know they tell the computer switch all the command codes to this person, and now that person's the captain, and period. unless he yeah period unless he transfers it back. Unless Jellico transferred it back to Picard, or there was an admiral there to transfer it back to Picard, it's Jellico's ship. Mm-hmm. But the way he did it, you know, he stipulated pro temp. So the minute he walks back on the bridge and says, "Computer, I have the bridge again. I'm I'm in command." Boop, mm-hmm. all goes. It all goes back to him. Right. So I can I can see it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who was he going to give command to? Seven's Seven's locked up in her quarters. He doesn't right. trust her. That's a good point. See, and this is why I think Riker is not Riker. Mm. It, it's a good dramatic scene to finally get him on the bridge so he can release the command codes and they can get it back and then move on. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Because now else you're writing I'm, yourself into a corner, you know? I'm, I'm considering this whole Riker is not Riker thing, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking to myself, well, when did he stop being Riker? When was he replaced? I, I think and, and I think from I'm day thinking, one that we've seen him in the well, season. That, now that I'm thinking it, you know, the marital issues with mm-hmm. Troy. Um because here's the thing. Okay. If he was standing right in front of her as a changeling impersonating Riker, mm-hmm. because she's an empath, she would immediately know. Right. But if they abduct Riker he replaces Riker and then runs away mm-hmm. and, the, and the only interactions they have are over comms. She wouldn't necessarily be able to tell the difference because when he's on a ship in orbit and she's down on the planet, she can't feel him with her, uh, not as strongly at least abilities. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think maybe the, the changeling Riker. Yeah. I'll just say it, uh, just intercepted the message. So the real Riker is just there with Deanna, doesn't know what's going on, and just hanging out. 
Hmm. Yeah, that's possible as well, and that's why Riker said it so quickly and abruptly in, in his conversations with Picard. Yep. So that Picard wouldn't try to go make a connection or try to call or ask or see what's going on, right? Just, yeah, just two, two bros doing their thing. It's possible. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know I if don't I know buy, then, then... buy Riker being a changeling. I don't know if I buy that. Um, it's possible at this point, but... but mm-hmm. then you But then you also see... I don't know. They've had some scenes, you know, where don't you see what I see? He's definitely your son. And, you know, Riker talking with uh, Jack and saying, I watched you being cooked up for two decades on this ship. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I mean, when, when Bashir was replaced, they still had buddy, buddy moments with, with miles and well, they had an opportunity to, yeah, they had opportunity to study that. Yeah. That was a last minute. Um, writing decision. Right, I know. To yeah. the point where, you know, those episodes where you're like, oh my God, that was a changeling the whole time. Siddig, did, Alexander Siddig didn't know he was playing a changeling during those right. episodes. He thought he was playing Bashir. Right. In fact, he was pretty pissed off when uh, when they sprung that on him. <laughs> it, you know, they basically told him on Friday night, hey, Monday morning, uh, you've been a changeling for the last four months. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, a- adjust your performance accordingly. <laughs> he was upset. But yeah. Okay. Well, what do we think is next? We think that they're uh are they gonna beat Vatic this next episode or escape or well Vatic's left. Oh I thought they were still fighting Vatic. They were all going sure looked to, to me like Vatic was turning to just go ahead and leave the nebula once they were pushed yeah. down into the into the bottom yeah. of it. That's what it looked like. Okay. Sure looked like that to me. I did like these scenes. You keep putting this picture up in your rotation every once in a while. I did like this scene with Riker and Picard, you know, back a little bit. They 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 de-aged them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This bar yeah. scene, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did enjoy that. Um, they did a good job of making those two look younger, uh, kind yeah. of. I mean, you can still see it a little bit, but, I mean, it's pretty good. It's pretty good yeah. for not, not trying to put a whole uh, ton of money into it. I can't find the clip, but on the Will Wheaton show, they, they talked about that clip specifically. And Will was like, gee, you, you poor actors who had to pretend you were buddies drinking together. I'm sure you've <laughs> never done that before. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I sent you a couple of pictures. If you yep. could pull up the one, um, there's a gentleman in a yellow TNG era uniform. That's him in the red uniform, but we'll start with that one. Hey, there he is. Okay. So do you recognize this guy? I this mean. He's an actor. He's named his name is David Keith Anderson. Okay. Um, he was in multiple episodes of TNG. He played a character named Ensign Armstrong. He never had any speaking parts. He was always the guy who walks up, hands you the pad, and walks away, or you know, mm-hmm. he's coming off the turbo lift or passing him in the hallway. Uh, never had any speaking parts. So we saw him in yellow there. Uh, you also had him in red. He They brought him back for first contact. Again, didn't have any speaking parts. He had a bunch of bit roles, I think, on uh, um, Enterprise and Voyager. Mm-hmm. Now, I sent you another picture from this week's episode of Picard. I sent you a few of them. Yeah. I think that's him. I think that's the same guy. It, I mean, it sure looks like him. Hmm. Boy, I if, couldn't it, find. If so, that's a pretty interesting. Like, what? Huh? I don't know. That's close. 
it's I mean, close for sure. All, all these background no, characters. No, not going back and look. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. All these non-speaking role background characters on TNG. If you go back and watch the TNG movies, they're all there. They brought what, them over. <laughs> what did you say his name was? His, his real name? His real name is David Keith Anderson. I could not find on his IMDb. I could not find a reference to Picard, but I mean, okay. it, it came out three days ago, so who knows? Yeah. It might be right. there next week. But mm. it just it just seemed like the way the camera was. It it seemed like the same old style of scenes that they would shoot him in on on TNG, where he's he's sitting there on the bio bed, and the doctor tells him. You know, take two aspirin and call me in the morning. And he nods his head instead of responding verbally, because if he responds verbally, then they have to, uh, you know, they have to pay him as a speaking role under under SAG rules. So right. Instead, you know, he just he just nods. So mm-hmm. Tracy that's Lee one hell Coco. of a that's what Tracy Lee a, Coco uh... played. Um, she played Ensign J, I think is her name, J.A.E. And she's another one of these characters that was always in the background. She was sitting on the couch next to Picard uh, when Data was was singing his poetry about Spot, you know, but never <laughs> never had a speaking role. She was on the bridge of the Enterprise D when it crashed uh, in Generations, you know. So they've done this before, where they've taken these non-speaking characters and carried them through the the movies. Daniel, right. I, I I don't think anything has ever screamed for nerd alert harder than than this catch. <laughs> I know. Warning! Warning! Nerd alert! Nerd alert! Sorry, I was all googling trying to find David David Keith Anderson. <laughs> but that was an excellent catch by Dan, son of Pascal House Lombardo, Slayer of Carl. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Heir to that the was... Holy Rings of Beta Z. You that <laughs> Heir to the Holy Rings of Beta Z. <laughs> What was the other one? The uh, the... <laughs> the chalice of reeks. No, no, no. The one you came up with but couldn't fit in your name. The something with my last name. What was it? Uh, oh, hater. Bane, oh, Bane, Bane of House Waldo. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm probably going to put those pictures up in the group and see. Uh, yeah. See who agrees. It's if it's if it's not him, boy, oh boy, did they do uh, some very similar somebody who looks just yeah. like him at that age because yeah. it's pretty close. It's yeah, it's really close. So yeah, from the, uh, and that, that's the other thing too with with age, it's hard to tell the difference. So yeah. true, yeah. true. But in different angles and all that, but no, it yeah. sure sure as hell looks like him. If it's not, then they found somebody to look <laughs> like him on purpose. Like that's well, and you know what, um, Terry Metalis, the the showrunner, was a, a production guy on and tng right he he would have worked with these people just behind the scenes yeah there's even um they mentioned it in picard they go to like to the metallis planet yep. that was named after him that they used mm. in tng yeah because he was just a, a dorky kid i that think it was could... i think it was uh enterprise where they used yeah it. yeah yeah when they first used it but it was all named after him so yep. well it's just like the uh one of the alien races they um Name the alien race after the makeup artists that created it, I believe, yep. uh, on this current yeah. season two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, the Jeff the Jeffries tubes are named after yeah. Matt Jeffries, who designed yep. the, the original Enterprise. So I mean there's a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do. yeah. That's just what they do. Which is cool. All right. Well, should we uh should we get the feedback? Yeah, do we do. Oh, we can, but I mean, do we want to talk about Mandalorian at all? 
Oh, Did you guys watch it? Sure. Yeah, I watched. Yeah, it. we'll go quick. Um, yeah, it'll be quick. I'm sure. Yeah. What was your guys' thoughts on it? They pulled a Batman '89. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No. no what are you talking about? It. Tell me. When you watch when you watch the opening scene of Batman '1989, uh-huh. there's a man and his and his wife. Oh and, yes, yes. And their young son, and they're making their way through the city, and they look like they're out of their element, and they get mugged, and you're watching this whole thing, thinking, you know, this, oh, is, this is young, this is young Bruce Wayne, and his mom's about to get murdered, oh, and then, and then yeah. Batman swoops in and, and saves the day, and that's yeah. exactly what happened. We're watching this thing, and I'm like, oh, this is this is Din Djarin getting his getting his helmet. And then, I yeah. thought so as well. Yep. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was him coming in trying to get back yeah. into his clan. Yep. yep. Yeah. So they they pulled an '89 Batman. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He saves the day, and he they he saves the day, and she's still like, yeah, but you're still excommunicated. <laughs> yeah. But the thing I don't going back and watching thinking about that episode, I like the episode. It was slow. Um, it was obviously a build up to the quest for the season of him trying to get back to Mandalore and, and, and yeah, he's gonna purify yeah. himself in the waters, purifying himself in the waters. But later on in that episode, we find out that he still has the saber, and yeah. he's right there in front of Bo-Katan, and she doesn't challenge him for it at all. And she's there all by herself, sitting in a throne all by herself, which was weird. Because why no, one, no, one no one wants to follow it. her anymore. Yeah, no, no one, one would, would follow her. Yeah, but I don't know why she's the, still there then. But but the thing, of, the, go back to the beginning episode, the beginning, the beginning scene after he saves everybody and comes in and kills that alligator. Um, why doesn't he pull out the saber in front of that lady there? Yeah doesn't matter she knows he has it she doesn't care uh, yes yeah. she does disgraced. know he has it okay yeah because he know, won't he's... claim the authority with it here's the thing even yeah. if even if uh bo katan were to you know fight him for it well a there's no one there to witness her defeat him in battle right and b even if she did defeat him in battle no one would buy it because it's it's known that he just offered it to her right yeah that's true so no one would ever buy it. That could be possibly why he's double disgraced, really, honestly, because he didn't want to hold up. He did, he broke the traditions of his clan, taking off his helmet, but he also isn't willing to treat the saber the way he's supposed to. So I well, think I, what he's going to do, yeah, um, he, he is going to bathe in the waters of Mandalore and redeem himself, and then he's going to unite these two factions. Because right now you yeah. have these... You have the the Mandalorians uh, who wear the helmets, the Mandalorians who don't wear the helmets. Um, but they all believe the same thing, that whoever holds this saber, you know, leads the leads the group. Yeah. So, you know, he would have the ability to say, put your differences aside. You're all following me. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go take our planet back or, or whatever. Let's go fight I, the Empire. I think... That what we are seeing is a story of somebody coming out of out of religious ideals, and I think we've seen that with with uh, Baby Yoda, Groku. He gave up his his religious beliefs to stay with Dinjarin, mm-hmm. and I think Dinjarin is a little bit further into it. And but I think it will end with probably he will get to the water and decide, hey, I don't need to do this. I've proven myself. I am the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the blade. Yep. He will he will turn his back on having to actually go into the waters yeah. or whatever. No, I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right. Um and I think he learned that lesson. He already 
Well, he's starting he was, to learn it. He was already taught that lesson, but he hasn't learned it yet. Yeah. Right. And the one right. who taught it to him, believe it or not, was Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. When they were uh, when they were sneaking into that imperial compound, and mm-hmm. he's like, you know, you know, what is it? Is it that you don't show your face, or you don't remove your helmet? Which one is it? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, you're changing things when they're when they're convenient the for you, and and in the end, it doesn't matter. You grow up on Corellia, you believe one thing. You or he says you you grow up on Alderaan, you believe one thing. You grow up a Mandalore, you believe something else, but in the end, it doesn't matter because none of those places exist anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, she does hint. Bo-Katan does hint too that part of the reason that Mandalore fell and part of the reason that it hasn't been revived at all is because of all these different factions. And there's more than two. I mean, mm-hmm. she mentions that in a way that leads me to believe there's multiple factions that right. can't come together, and they all have different sets of beliefs. So, I mean, obviously the saber is the only thing that's going to, to unite all that. I liked the episode overall, even though it was slow. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked going back to the uh, the planet where it kind of all started with what's-his-name. Uh, yep. And seeing how he's progressed, and he's got a whole city there now, and now the bar is a school, and he doesn't let those guys in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Mando just takes them all down. <laughs> do, do we want to give our predictions for AEW Revolution tonight? <laughs> no? Just me? What? Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I oh God, no! AEW Revolution, some wrestling yeah. thing he's going to watch. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> guys in tights, men That's in right. tights, singing songs. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a Texas Tornado Death Match. How awesome is that? <laughs> okay. Again, these are words in English. I don't understand the meanings. <laughs> All right, let's get to feedback. Yeah. Open hailing frequencies. Hey, frequencies open, sir. Hey, <laughs> and it's time for feedback where we, of course, have someone come on to the show. Make sure you X up uh, wherever you're listening right now, live on YouTube, Twitch, wherever. Pavel was the first one to put the X up. So there you go, Daniel. Yeah, I will get to that. Um, but we did have a voicemail, right? So uh, we do. Um, you sent me the email on it. Would you like yes. to play that first? Yeah, let's do that first. OK, here it is. And uh, this is the one from Tim, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me go pull it up. Here we are. Should be playing. It's loading. Good morning, Trek fans. This is Tim from uh, the sunny south coast of England again. Look, I promise what I'm going to do now is I'm going to try and send any uh, voice recordings on the Friday or Saturday while you boys are still sleeping so that it gets onto your show and it's relevant. Um, still haven't Good worked call. out how to call you guys free of charge using the tinternet, but I'll work it out eventually. Um, I really enjoyed Picard episode two, season three, and uh, in particular, I, I don't know if anybody else noticed, but I thought the character of Picard himself was far more Picard esque than previously. Yes. In fact, mm-hmm. When he was in the uh, the cell with Jack Crusher, yes. I saw old Picard projecting his voice, looking authoritarian, and coming across a bit younger than he has done. But unfortunately, he couldn't do it for long because the, his voice sort of came back to that quite quickly. <laughs> uh, but 
I think the writers have obviously read and heard complaints about previous seasons. And it was nice to see Patrick Stewart almost the way I remembered him. And also Rafi. Uh, this is it's unbelievable, really, isn't it? Rafi is not as annoying as she has been. And um, <laughs> to see Worf. I can't remember the last time I rewound a scene on Kurtzman Trek. I don't think I've done it and thought, fuck it out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise. You can say it's fucking that. hell. It's okay. <laughs> Edit it. Do it in post. Uh, I, I, to see, I had to rewind it and, and watch it again. And uh, hopefully we'll see some more badass morph because uh, yeah. we like to see that, don't we? Anyway, look. We're going on far too long. I do apologize for my bad language. <laughs> don't often do it. Language. I'll try to keep it to a minimum. All right, boys. <laughs> Speak to you soon. Cheers. Take care. Love you, no homo. <laughs> Dude, I have not heard that phrase in like since the 90s. Oh, that's wonderful. That was glorious. That was freaking glorious. I love it. Yeah. We love we love you too, buddy. Thanks for calling. Yes, Call anytime. Right. anytime. Very manly love. Yeah, you can just record that and send the email. That's fine. The way you're yep. doing it's great. If you're not able yeah, to call our phone number, um, then then please do that. That's fine. Yeah. That works. But uh, as, of course, as a reminder of what our phone number is, I'll go pull it up because I don't have it memorized. Uh, it's not often I give out that phone number, but it's 816-287-0448. Operators are not standing by, as Dan, son of Pasquale, House Lombardo, Slayer of Carl, has always said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, make sure to like and subscribe. But you can always record stuff and send it to us, and we'll happily play it on the show. Thank you, Tim, um, for reaching out to us. That's glorious. We love it. Good stuff. Absolutely. Uh, We also have Hipster Spock, so let's bring him in. There we go. Caller, you're on the phone. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Hey, buddy. All right. So a couple of things. Um, I'll uh, cut into two things. One one thing on Disco and one thing on um, on the uh, on Picard. So Disco, okay. Um, okay. Although I'm glad that it's over, and I think everybody's glad that it's over. It's that one, you know, this one uh, girlfriend that you've uh, dated and that you've had a had a really bad time with her, and but you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know happiness because you you found the second girlfriend and she's like the one and it's like you you, you realize how good love is because you went through hell with the with the first girlfriend. Yeah. So I think yeah. disco is that one, right? D- that disco that disco girlfriend gave us that our... you had to go through hell with. Yeah, disco gave us our new girlfriend, Pike. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Without <laughs> yeah. without that. Without that, you wouldn't get strange new worlds or anything else. Exactly. I, mean, it's, I, I have it's a question that, for you, hipster Spock. So, so disco yeah. is cra- crazy Dana. Just so yeah, you know. yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but my, my question is, is there's a lot of times you give analogies back to crazy girlfriends. Uh, it feels like hipster <laughs> Spock true. has had a lot of a lot of times with crazy girlfriends. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I have to admit that. Uh, yeah, I I did have. Um, <laughs> I did have one of those, you know. Um, just one. Yeah, just one. Like, uh, okay. yeah, I went through hell with her, and uh, okay. yeah, it's you know, you know what? Uh, in How I Met Your Mother, Barney Stinson had this um, this chart with a crazy hot thing. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. 
it was yeah. one of those. Okay, okay. <laughs> I know. So, but the thing is, um, with this coat, okay, the, the original uh, concept and everything, the first season was awesome, but then the thing that turned me off about that is uh, that um, they went uh, Trumpian, which is uh, kind of bad because you're like cutting out or or alienating half of your potential audience and customer base. And that was not a very good move. And so don't do that again, Star Trek. Just <laughs> tell really good stories. Isn't well, it amazing and, um, that we almost all universally refer back to the first season of Disco as being good now compared to everything yeah, else? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know if we all do, but I mean, like, it's it's definitely uh, hindsight now that it's definitely better. And, <laughs> yeah, love lines. It's the Trekcast love well, line. Welcome yeah. to group therapy with Trekcast. <laughs> you know damn well that's what this is for most yeah. of us. This is yeah. our therapy session on yeah. Sunday mornings, right. yeah. This is our and church. The thing is, <laughs> and the the thing that I think made Strange New World really good is because there's actually a couple of um couple of elements from those um episodes that can actually resonate with um conservatives. And that that I think um lends to some of the Strange New World's um success because of that. And I don't know if that's the case. I, I agree, but I kind of don't agree. I think it's yeah. just more relatable, period. It's, I think it's, it's a storytelling. It's the character development that makes it more relatable. Um, that That's my opinion. I, I see where you're coming from, uh, Hipster Spock, but I think it's just the character development and, and more relatable storytelling. Well, and, I, and I think th they give us a reason to like the characters and then we care yeah. more about the drama. Yeah. Whereas Disco was just like, here's the drama. And didn't give Don't us care a about the characters. To, yeah. yeah, we haven't had time to invest in the characters. Like yeah. literally, season two, they did. Hey, we're gonna say the names of all the characters and introduce yeah. ourselves. Yeah, yeah you know, exactly. It's like the whole like season an, went by and we didn't know. It's like yep. an AA meeting on the bridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna sit around in a circle. I'm gonna let you yeah. raise your hand, tell us your name, a little bit about you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm uh, they literally fly, did that. They literally I fly did the that. ship. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm. I'm I'm James. I check the scanners. <laughs> right. Because you know they got feedback from a focus group that said, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> Did you ever see, you remember the remember the uh remember the movie Major League? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. When they assembled it when they assembled a team of, of losers, right? Uh -huh. And there's and, and you know, they put the team together and there's this montage of just different people from different walks of life around Cleveland. And they're all like, they're all reading the paper, and they're like, "Who the hell are these guys?" Yeah, <laughs> nobody. That's that's what it was. Yeah, that's that's or, what. Or like uh, police academy. Yeah, yeah. The characters need to be introduced, but not you know, it's cool. Okay, but you said you had a, uh, another thing you wanted to bring in about Picard. Yeah, Picard. I, I like the changeling thing. It, it it was really cool. Like um, you know, bring in the whole Dominion Ward stuff. That was mm -hmm. awesome. And um, the little scene with uh, Beverly and uh, Picard uh, actually, like, uh, where Picard's like, why didn't you tell me? And mm -hmm. all yeah. her, like, excuses or, or reasons actually made sense and, yeah. you know, yeah. well-reasoned. And so that was uh, good. I mean, they could have yeah. uh, really uh, messed up that one, but they yeah. didn't. So that was yeah. great. And, and I think they... Like I said last week, I mean, 
I think they're taking a lot of care with this, which mm -hmm. I think I really appreciate because um, you you don't want to mess up uh, with where you don't want to mess with um, legacy characters like this. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a way to pull back all the um, fair weather uh, fan treks uh, mm -hmm. or trek fans. And so, yeah, and all these people, yeah, you know, you go on Facebook and all these other groups and then you post the Picard stuff. And they said that all these people who used to like swear off track because of new track, they're coming back. Yeah, actually. Right. And they're coming back because of this, um, you know, getting the old band back together. And that would, I think this is a really good move. And if they do it well, um, all these old fans that came back will stay. Right. Right. Yeah, and that's a good point. I want to segue into this real quick um, because I know Dan hates this segment of the show. But to prove, in fact, that so many of these people are coming back um, on Chartable, we are in the top 150 of all podcasts for TV reviews in like eight countries right now, yeah. including the United States and Canada. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, definitely nice. have a huge up. uptick in people listening to the show. Yeah. Yeah, because well, cool. they're excited about Picard. And cool. that's the thing with this show, right? Because, okay, yeah, thank you guys, and keep up the good work. Thanks, awesome. man. Appreciate you coming on. Thank as you. Always. Thanks for calling. Yeah, yep. calling All in. Right. Yeah, and you look like an angel right now, Dan, son of Pascal. He does. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I don't know Carl. You've got this he's, uh, lens he's flare full... JJ effect. Coming. Yeah, I was gonna say he's he's gone into the uh, Kelvin verse. <laughs> he's got his lens flares. <laughs> I'm pulling forward, I'm pulling forward a few feet. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, right there, right there, right there, right there. Right there. Yeah. It's almost, yeah, it's go. almost 100 percent gone. Right That's there. That's right. Full well, stop. It's Lent. He's he's become holy. He's slowly. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> All right, let's bring in uh, Chaz Biz. There we he's go. He's the red angel. That's more. He's like the it. red yeah. angel. Yeah. I'm the red angel. Oh, you're the red angel. <laughs> oh, you're the red angel. All right. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Well, well, I guess the red angel. Yeah, I caught up to Disco, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end. Yeah. So what'd you I think know, of the card this, season, uh, this episode? The card was freaking awesome. And yeah. I, I I definitely agree with you. That isn't Riker, because okay. Riker wouldn't do that, wouldn't accuse, you know, John Luke like that. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, going back to episode one, when Riker goes on the ship, he looks at the yellow guy. That's a changeling. Mm -hmm. You know, the guy in the gold uniform. And the guy looks at him. And I think he was, you know, nodding at him that he knows what to do. And then, you know, take over if he could. So those were like changeling gang signs. Like, yes. You know, yes, the nod. Like, the nod. Yeah. The nod. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, he, yeah. he did rip off the sideburns, okay? <laughs> the white boys Actually, give yeah, me gang just, signs. Just sideways, you know, <laughs> like uh, Bo Bo Boimler. Yeah, yeah Boimler's <laughs> gang signs. Oh, hey, Boimler does do it better than me. Damn it. <laughs> but no, I definitely think somewhere he got switched. That's why he's not mentioned DNA or his kids, really. And mm -hmm. I don't know. In, in a way, he's been kind of acting odd this season. Not like, yeah. like he's giddy and everything. 
Well, I will say that there's too many scenes in this episode where Riker is standing there looking around with this dazed and confused look on his face. I will say <laughs> that I noticed that one well, too many times. So, and the one, one like even that one right said, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or the one part where the one ensign asked him, you know, it's like, hey, we go through the nebula, and he's like, do it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. So he's kind of writing off everybody's opinions, you know, mm-hmm. of what to do. So I, I really think something's up. Mm-hmm. And then I think old smoker lady, I think she's a changeling. So, okay. <laughs> old smoky. Vatican. Old, old, old smoky. <laughs> I mean, maybe. You think did she's you guys a ever watch the, did, Yeah, I think she's a changeling. Did you ever watch the movie uh, Kingpin back in the day? Uh-huh, no. yeah. She reminds me of the landlord, the landlady on there. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's, that's how disgusting she looks. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to see if I remember the line correctly. Uh, you, must, you must have knocked something loose there, Tiger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Wolf Project, you know, that long name. Says, so the theory yeah, I wasn't trying to pronounce it either. Yeah. So the the theory is it's a changeling, not Tom Riker. Now, yeah, yeah I don't think it's Tom Riker. I think that's out. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I think that's uh, out too. I don't think it's Tom Riker. But I mean, that goes to show Funny we've been buddy. like this guy's off for a few episodes now. Well, yeah, even the episode one, because a lot of people are mentioning it on the internet. It's like, man, you know, I know it's Jonathan Frakes is back, but he seems different. And I think mm-hmm. that's why is because it's not. That would be a Riker. huge twist. That would be a huge yeah. twist. I mean, it was a nice. Yeah. It was a nice reveal that these are the changelings, right? And it's not some other weird like okay mm-hmm. all of people coming together. It's it's really the changelings back again, and we got the Dominion War all over. Let's um, say we're so, right. Let's say yeah. we're right. It is a changeling. What episode do we find out for sure? Do we get confirmation? The next episode, five, six, seven. I, I said the next episode because I think Picard's going to think out because he, you know, threw him off the bridge and he's like, that's, you know, my friend would do that. Yeah. Because Will would never do that. Well, if he has to try to give command when, uh, back to Shaw, that'll be. Yeah. I think we'll find out when, when Jordy and Riker show up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you probably will. And, and, and Troy, because Troy will probably be with him. So. Because you'll have the three together, yeah. Because yeah. you, you, you got to connect all all them, and then the, um, the Menasha Troy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and plus, she's an empath, and she she would probably work pretty good on changelings, you know, mm-hmm. being an empath. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Rock brings up a good oh point, though, by the way, that Worf is the only one that can handle Raffaello. We didn't mention that yet that he calls her Raffaello instead of Raffaella. Raffaella, yeah. Yeah, Raffaella. Do you remember? I can't believe I never put this together until okay. now. Do you remember the first Federation planet that fell during the Dominion War? Oh, Wolf 359? No, no, that's the board. No, it was beta, it was beta Z. That's right, and the reason is because an empath would be able to tell yeah. that's not that's not a human that is a a changeling mm. posing as a human holy shit that was like 1997 and i yeah. just put that together now yeah that makes sense you know i'm handing yeah. i'm handing in my track card 
<laughs> Hold on. Let me. Uh, Where's the nerd? Here. Warning! Warning! Nerd alert! Nerd alert! Played that a lot this episode. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. But yeah. yeah, I mean, think about it because you have empath and and one thing is I know they're bringing back Moriarty at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. What, what are they going to do with him? Are they going to launch him as a virus on her ship? or something yeah i don't see how moriarty and lore fit into this yet i really don't now, other than yeah. the Institute, yeah we don't even know that it's them now now that we know there's changelings changelings yeah. involved we don't know if that's moriarty we don't know if that's lore that could be a change it could be now. a changeling dressed as moriarty or lore <laughs> did you slur that anymore <laughs> it's early over here <laughs> it is for you yeah yeah what's in that cup daniel uh, yeah, he did take his pills a little bit ago. Yeah, I did. Pretty good. I feel great. <laughs> yeah. All but, right. Um, hey, one thing is, I'm excited. You know, think about this. We're talking more about Star Trek than The Mandalorian. Where yeah. yeah. Two years ago, yeah. oh, it had been flipped. Yep. We'll be ta- yep. talking about the whole Mandalorian episode. Well, it's because yeah, we don't have disco to talk about, so we wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, well, well, even well, season two of Picard, you know, like season yeah. one and yeah, two. That was such a train Eddie. wreck of a show. I no, mean, that's, that's, what he's, that's what he's saying, though. He's saying that yeah, this yeah. season is so much better that we're yeah. excited mm-hmm. to talk about it. Yep. And, yeah. you know, we're an hour it's and obvious. a half in, and mm-hmm. we've been talking about it for an hour, and we did, you know, 15 minutes on The Mandalorian, and now yeah. we're back yeah. to talking about Picard again. Yeah, because right. because yeah. nobody cares about flying space whales and a captain that looks like mossy Easter grass. So <laughs> that I was think. weird. <laughs> yes, yeah. that was weird. They gave me vibes of oh, did they have some CGI left over from Pirates of the Caribbean that they could just easily <laughs> yeah. quickly use for him? Well, I don't understand what that it, it looked all like. About. They, you know, like when you have your little Easter bunny basket that your mom would give you, <laughs> and yeah. you put yeah. little Easter grass. That's what he looked like. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was weird, but yeah. I did like the uh, space wheels in hyperspace because that's a thing. Like you can get eaten by those guys. So yeah, okay. well, so I watched Rebels, mm-hmm. and you know, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the big baddie this season on there is going to be Thrawn. So if you see the space whales, I bet Thrawn's coming back, and hmm. that's going to be the big bad for uh, Mando. Oh, you're talking about Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, there is space whales on uh, Discovery. I forgot about that too. Yeah. Because so. mm-hmm. yeah. we had one encounter with the space whale. So. What was the thing that they don't, had to uh, transport uh, don't, into don't the? Don't ruin uh... it for us, okay? Right. <laughs> hey, hey, that, that nice, was actually probably nice one of my favorite episodes. Here, having <laughs> a nice conversation here, and you got to bring up Disco and Spurs. Just stop, okay? Yeah, hey, that was right. that was a good episode because he had like the time, like Turner, you know, like it would stop time and then go back. You know what I mean? Yeah, the no, time Christmas. So he, oh yeah, because remember it was no, blood. Was... He was he took over the ship and he kept on live. Uh, Repeating, repeating over time. and over. Yes. Yeah. That was actually a fun episode because it was like old Trek where you'd have one singular mm-hmm. episode that doesn't have to be with the main story arc. And it was actually kind of fun. Hey, since but, we got the changelings in here, what's the what's the likelihood that we get Jeffrey Combs popping up? Oh, oh my God. Please get a way in. Like yeah, because yeah, it's just makeup, right? It doesn't matter that he's older. Please. He just, yeah. Dude, if they, if they brought back like an old like original way and he's all gray headed now and yeah um well 
canon, uh, there are no more Wayungs. That was the, right. That yeah, was, but they could uh, clone them. No, that was the whole. That was the whole thing. Is that yeah, he was the last but, 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 but I guarantee you, they could. They could do something. They could He's like, DNA. ah, you know, they got a Wayung lying around somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, the, they, they go pull the DNA. Now, here's the thing about the the Vorta, right? They don't live very long, right? They're no, they're no. clones. They grow really fast to adulthood. They do their job for. They grow in trees. 10 years like they works. die. Yeah, exactly. So they're they're quick and they're through and they have multiple clones. So they could have his DNA lying around, but they could maybe not have enough of it to really do the full Vorta. And so that's why he might look like an old one or a misshaped one or whatever. Um, but they could yeah. certainly use Jeffrey Combs as a Vorta. Or, no problem. Or the other theory I've seen floating around that really what they're after in the Daystrom Institute is that like wall of AI, including the Jeffrey Combs computer and <laughs> peanut hamper <clears throat> yeah hey well, what if these guys are like a new form of the jim hadar or whatever that's on that ship well that's my theory as to why they want lore even Lore is going to replace the jim hadar yeah they want an yeah. army of those androids no no I'm, yeah they could do that but i was wondering about those little guys on the ship like are they yeah oh yeah yeah something kind of like the jim hadar because they have those little masks on and yeah you really don't see who they are. I'd like to see. They don't talk version. like the Jim Hadar, right? They no, they click the noises like they're insects. Yeah. yeah. So they could be um, the insects from uh, what's that planet that has the seven races from Enterprise? Zindi. Yeah, they could oh, be a Zindi race. Yeah. yeah. I just thought they were from uh, from Cleveland. Like the family <laughs> No, like Ohio. <laughs> it's a Florida man. That's what that's what they are. They're all Florida man. <laughs> awesome. All right, Jasmine. Anything else before we go? Uh, that's it. I mean, right. you guys pretty much covered everything. And and if they pull a Mad Eye Moody and bring Riker out of a truck next week, you know, <laughs> like he's hidden in this trunk and he's like all beaten up. Mm-hmm. It's like. That that'll be funny, but I'm with you. I don't think he's on that ship. I think he's going to come with Jordy and save the day. Yeah, I could see that. All right. He says the Jemhadar yeah. know English. Well, the Jemhadar uh, betas and alphas no, or gammas and alphas know English. If this is a a new uh, a new version of them, I mean, we don't know what they know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So do do we think that okay it's the the <clears throat> Dominion are back? Is Cisco I don't think back? It's, well, yeah, I don't it's think Splinter it's Group. The Dominion, because yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a Splinter Group. So yeah, but will the Cisco show up at some point at the end? Hmm. Don't know. With his, I don't think his... they'll convince. Uh, I don't think they'll convince him to come back for it. I, I wish. I wish he would. I think that'd be fantastic. But I don't. I don't. Uh, man, you don't think they'll just it. pull a dump truck of money to his house? And just say do it. I mean, anything's possible. So yeah. that would be one hell of an ending to have Cisco show up. It would I be mean, talk about people going absolutely fucking nuts. Yeah, you could do a scene where like Picard is like, "What is this weird religious beliefs? I don't believe in these superstitions." And all of a sudden, the Cisco pops up. It's real. It's real. <laughs> yeah. I've seen it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, I don't. I don't. Right. I don't see it. 
I didn't see yeah. the bugs either, but then again, I didn't uh, really think that'd be the changelings, which was, was great. So yeah, I love it. Still the bugs. Still the yeah. bugs. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I haven't given up. We still I have six, what, six, seven, uh, seven episodes still to go. So anything can happen. We've still got seven it like more 12 episodes. episodes total. We're only three in. So. Oh, it's 12 total instead I of thought it was uh, 12. Yeah. I thought it was 10. Oh, is it 10? I don't know what it is. I man. Whatever. 10. I don't know. Let's hope it's 12 because that give us more. Yeah. So, it could be 10, though. The other ones were 10, so I don't know. Yeah, so far they've all been 10. Yeah. But uh, but it's but it's Jake. <laughs> yeah, it's discovered it's Jake. That's yeah. great. Or what was... Uh, Cassidy was pregnant. You could just be... That baby would now it's be an adult. Cisco. Yeah. It's 10. It's 10 episodes. Okay. I looked it up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well... Suddenly feel cheated. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Want one. For a moment there, for a moment there, there was twelve episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. All right, no, well, that's a great look. sign though that we're excited and want more, and we're not for like sure. hey, how many more is left of this? How much more? Is yeah, left? yeah, like, God, for sure. The longest ten episodes in life. <laughs> <laughs> Be silent. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, that's pretty much wrapping it up. So thanks for listening, watching, yep. whatever it is you did. Great episode. Yeah. We'll be back next week. All right. Bye. See you guys. Bye.